everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be here to talk to one of our hall stars. We are talking with actor Christopher Russell and I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Cammie is here. Hi everybody. And Christopher, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. Everybody will be thrilled to hear that you're on the podcast and and uh, we in this crazy time of quarantine, we kind of have been starting there lately in the interviews. Uh, how have you been surviving? And uh, if you have you been doing any uh, crafting or cooking or anything like that to keep you busy? Uh, some some parents might say it's uh, it's uh, it's harder to be in quarantine with children um, because of the extra uh, pressure put on with uh, now the remote learning, uh, mm-hmm. so homeschooling and uh, just keeping them sort of active and busy and in a good headspace. Uh, on my end, selfishly, it's actually been a blessing because I don't have time to to think about what's actually going on to the extent that it's going to mm. get me down or want to just, just sit around in my room and worry. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's actually been it's been a positive experience. It takes me back to when they were younger. So my children, um, I have a daughter, Ella, she's at seven. She actually turned seven during this. So we had a very small birthday party of (laughs) myself, my son and my wife and Ella. Um, But uh, yeah, so she just turned seven and my son's four and a half. So they definitely keep us on our toes. Uh, Yes, we've been doing a lot of crafts. We actually uh, made some birdhouses that we hung just in front of our um, garden, like by the sidewalk that say, be kind, be calm, um, things like that. And so we Aww. getting them involved in trying to have a positive spin on what's happening. Uh, there's definitely been a lot of baking. Uh, currently <laughs> we're finishing off some Rice Krispie squares oh. and uh, some, some really nice banana bread. But um, unfortunately, my wife's really good at making caramel sauce. Uh, (laughs) everything is getting uh getting a big dollop of caramel sauce on it and uh we're also very lucky to have a garden uh i know some people don't during this so it can get um you know a little more claustrophobic but we've been lucky enough that we have one so we've been getting outside a lot uh in the garden and things like that to just kind of you know keep moving that's nice they have your space yeah, so it's been good. Are you in in Vancouver or in yeah Hawaii? yeah yeah yeah? Which uh, well, month was Ella's birthday in? March, April, or May? It was in April. It was April twenty eighth. Oh mm-hmm. my! My daughter turned six at the beginning of April, so we had a quarantine birthday party too. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Actually, she and she and one of my sons, uh, they have they have birthdays four years apart, and so their birthday is on the same day. Uh, well, but he only, he was only two. He didn't care. But but for her, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a uh, it, it was semi planned, semi not. He was he was breech, and so the oh, doctor okay. had to do a C section to get him out of there. So we went to the doctor, and they said, "Well, let uh, let's let him cook for one more day, and we'll and we'll t- and we'll take him out tomorrow." Uh oh, tomorrow's Lydia's birthday. So you know, it just so it just happened that way. Oh, so you didn't That's plan nice. it. You didn't tell the doctor I wanna save oh, I wanna save time on parties. 
So can we- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> that, that, that would have been a very bright idea, though. <laughs> so have you been doing it? What have you been doing to, to stay active? Have you been doing any like uh, fitness uh, YouTubers or work off uh, all that caramel following? sauce? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, um, so when I first so when talk of this started going around on the news and things, and then it slowly yeah. started to look like, okay, maybe this is actually going to turn into something we've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. My first instinct was to go to Fitness Depot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, so I bought some weights and a kettlebell and stuff just to have, uh, have here on hand. So I've been using those and they've been helpful. Yeah. Um, just, I bet you're the only person who rushed there. <laughs> no, I got the last set actually. Yeah. No I, way. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I bet. Friends were t- uh, asking me that over the next few days after that, how, uh, how, and where to get um, fitness equipment, and I said, I think they've sold out everywhere. Yeah. Oh man. It, it, it's interesting. I had toilet paper and fitness equipment. Boom. <laughs> Forget about it. Did you make any ridiculous quarantine purchases that you're now like, why did I buy that? It seemed like a good uh, idea. We we did. We got a lot of uh, um, uh, sugar, essentially, yeah. like a lot of baked good um, ingredients. So, uh, I mean, theoretically, I should be happy about it because we can keep making desserts. But uh, <laughs> at the same time... <laughs> I don't know how much longer this can go on Yeah, uh, from a health standpoint, you know? Well, when I was, when I did my big shopping run at the, like right before, I, I, I thought, oh, this would be great. I, I'll buy, uh, I'll, I'll want to have a pick me up at one point or another. So I'm going to buy all the stuff to make a cake. But then I didn't think it through. Cause I'm like, I'm one human being quarantined by myself with the whole cake like that's a bad idea yeah freeze some of it space it out i guess yeah that's what i had to do that's what we try to do but then we're opening the freezer all the time yeah <laughs> it goes so quick right it's too tempting get yeah. it away uh, well so one thing i wanted to ask you up front is in your career you played the wrong guy sometimes and you've played the leading man sometimes yeah and i was curious if you have any preference i mean obviously you probably get more money to play the leading man but but just as far as the character role is it fun to kind of play the wrong guy or is it more fun to play that the leading guy see i don't want to i gotta be careful with this answer because (laughs) as much as i love playing the other guy yeah my family (laughs) much prefers the leading man (laughs) But I, I, I think you're good. I like you playing the wrong guy. I think that you have a snark to the, those roles that make it fun. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I it, depending on depending on the script, some of them, some of the wrong guys can be uh, boring. If I'm being honest, um, yeah, yeah, just, definitely. Like, they just want to. Uh, they just seem like stereotypical, like black and white bad guy. Mm-hmm. But what Hallmark's uh, been doing, which is great, is, um, is giving the other guy more of a three-dimensional character where, yes, he's the wrong guy, but it's not just because he's straight up, I go to work and I hate Christmas. Like, 
I don't know. I, I've never met anyone quite like that, but yeah. So to give them sort of like reasons behind their actions and things like that, and essentially making it like everyone theoretically in the Hallmark world is doing things with the best intentions. It's just their intentions might clash with those of other people. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I have to, Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say the first, the first, uh, leading man role that I ever saw you in. And the, actually the first project I ever saw you in was in a midnight masquerade. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. that, and that was, that was a leading man role of yours that of course it was the first time I'd ever seen you, but I was like, okay, wow, this guy's good. Cause I didn't oh, expect, you. <laughs> you're welcome. I didn't expect to be so enchanted with another Cinderella story. You know, I, I thought, Oh yeah, this is just a, a Cinderella story told backwards. And so I, I honestly thought I was going to be bored, but you and Autumn were mm-hmm. so cute. You were so adorable. And just the, and just the way that it was played at a law firm and that you were kind of the peon in the law firm. I, it, I thought that it was, I thought that it was very, very well done. And I've, and yeah, it was, it was something that I really, really enjoyed. So it gave me an introduction to a couple of new actors and it also, it also gave me a kind of an enchantment with a, uh, it gave me an enchantment with a, uh, another Cinderella-esque story. That was my first Hallmark lead actually. Um, so, uh, I, needless to say, I was incredibly excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> to be on no I was it was like you know, let's, go, I, let's go let's go yeah and then, oh look at this costume this is great oh I got I get to learn how to ballroom dance amazing what you didn't know how to ballroom dance before come on I, mean, I had taken some lessons but uh yeah and, yeah yeah and then the bowling too like it was great um oh my gosh the bowling. Like the fact that they had that in there and the director was really uh, gracious in letting us sort of find a I, I, like a more comedic edge to some of the scenes like yeah. it got a little bit goofy but I think that helped that's like part of the charm with that mm-hmm. movie like, yeah I think I think that's what made it I think that's what made it fun to watch you know yeah. is that it was a little bit more comedic yeah mm-hmm. yeah I really enjoyed doing that one actually I mean <laughs> I a lot of people like you mentioned my hair earlier <laughs> getting so long <laughs> now here but for that one um <laughs> the only complaint I have about that is it actually kind of looks like a wig. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I personally like the 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 you know the straight cut look. I I like the clean cut. I'm I I know I'm weird among women this day and age, but I no, personally no, that's good. I loved the clean cut look on you. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, well I'll make sure when when this is all said and done, I'll uh, I'll, I'll go straight to the barber. Well, deal. So- I was really impressed with you in Mr. Secret recently. Uh, I, I, you weren't a, you were you weren't the wrong guy because you weren't really a love interest for her, but you were kind of clueless to your friends' feelings <laughs> in an entertaining way. I felt like you were kind of an antagonist in a sense. I felt like in the film. And we talked to Tyler, and he had said that you two had discussed kind of this friendship and what it was. Uh, what it was going to be like and things and and uh and so i i just was wondering about your experience with that and 
uh, and that they, that cemented my my enjoyment of you in playing sort of these antagonists. I, I joked on the podcast that I like Christopher Russell playing a jerk. I think yeah. he's very good. <laughs> I mean, I hope that doesn't reflect my my no. real life personality. I, Not I at all. <laughs> so far, no. You know. Well, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. The hour is young. Yeah. Well, when I first read that one, I I was actually I was very excited because the way I saw it, there's there's a few ways you could go with it, and and I'm sure, like the the most natural response would be to play him sort of a little more serious about his intentions and you know like more of uh for lack of a better word more of a jerk on purpose mm -hmm. but i yeah. saw i saw a chance to play this buffoonish character who sort of failed his way to success yeah as really which is no, so unfair yeah <laughs> really no talent whatsoever except that he wholeheartedly believes everything he does is great and to have that sort of mentality in in the mix with tyler's character who's working really hard you know he's gone to university he really takes everything he does so seriously and yet i'm the one getting all the credit for it but instead of making it like I'm stepping on others' toes on purpose to make it to the top, I just, it's just happening for me and it's great. And oh, I've got this idea and it's great. And oh, uh, I like this person. That's great too. I have no clue what's going on around me, right? And, yeah. and instead of it being like, there's that part where Tyler bids on the ornament, his character bids on the ornament, and then I up the bid to a crazy amount. So I know, I really hated you in that moment. I was like, how could he? <laughs> but I saw that not as an instance to, to be a jerk to my friend. It's like, oh, he's bidding on the ornament because that's a good ornament. Yeah, I should bid on that too. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like not right. anything beyond that. Yeah, it's kind of similar to like Michael Scott in the office. You know, he he's <laughs> you can't you it's easy for you to forgive him for the ridiculous things that he does because he he's never had he has the best of intentions all the yeah. time i had the my character in Miss so secret had the best intentions yeah exactly sterling <laughs> sterling had the best intentions oh yeah my goodness now the burning oh, what was that no I was, please i was about to give a spoiler to those who haven't seen it so i stopped oh no 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 oh. do it do it do You're it fine. i was just gonna say at the end when he, he finally does realize what's been going on after um everything uh I, I was very happy that he had a, a change of heart and helped out yeah. well, it wasn't even really a change of heart because he just didn't know what the hell was going on but yeah the yeah <laughs> it was kind of the light bulb the light bulb went on for yeah. him <laughs> yeah but what i was going to ask is the really burning question that everyone's wondering is just how far did you have to bend down to hug tyler hines <laughs> I'm not that tall. Did he say that? <laughs> it, it was just it was just a joke that we kind of said really? on the podcast because you are because at least on the camera you looked so much taller than he did, and then he said, "Merry Christmas, you giant!" He's reaching yeah. all the way up, and you're I bending know. down. So, <laughs> trying to make my life difficult. He um, he was wearing flats, and my wardrobe required I had some uh, some good three inch heels on so okay <laughs> but no well i'm six foot two and i think he's like 5 11 or something yeah so 
Okay. I bend down a little bit. You're my you're my husband's height. Oh, so. yeah. It's a good height. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good height. It's a foot taller than I am. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's a foot taller than I am. Things get wow. interesting when I'm trying to put put my arm up to fix his hair or something like that. Well, like, oh, come on down. <laughs> it makes sense though, because you can get into the like the little small places he can't, and he can get the stuff on the high yeah. shelf. It's Perfect like duo. Yin and yang is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so your your new movie, Love in the Forecast, uh, is uh, directed by Christy Will Wolf, and you've worked with her three times, correct? Yep. And so, what is that like working with her? We love her. She's one of our favorites. Oh, she's great. She um, she's also a writer too. Um, so it really helps when she is uh, is directing and writing at the same time, or at least. If things aren't working because of a issue with a location or something like that, not really jiving with what's in the script, she's really good at quickly coming up with ways to to fix it while staying true to the story. Mm. And um, she likes to have chats beforehand about the way things are going. But once we start shooting, her notes are so simple yet effective. Um, some directors can get very wordy and talk your ear off for a while and almost try to imitate how they want you to to do the scene and then that can get confusing. Whereas with Christy, it's more of just like a feeling she gets across to you like in this scene. Just have a little more of that uh, love at first sight, but in the cafeteria at high school uh, when you were 14 and you're like, what does that even mean? <laughs> well, wait a minute. Okay, yeah, I get it. And then, you know, so it, it's pretty good, yeah. I guess we need to ask Christy about what happened in high school for her. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I that up as an example, but that was kind of... Yeah, no. Very cool. Uh, yeah. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about the movie and uh, uh, what your role is in the film? Uh, Love in the Forecast, which was uh, Don't Tell Anyone, <laughs> originally titled When It Rains, It Pours. Oh! <laughs> um, it's about a... Uh, a weather lady, girl, uh, played by Cindy Busby, who uh, is trying to uh, get a little further in her career. Um, so she's going back to school to uh, get a degree uh, so she can be the head uh, meteorologist. And in doing so, she moves into a new townhome, which is right beside this uh, gentleman uh, who is from the farm, who has come to the city to help a dairy company uh, sort of get a different view of the way things work uh, from the farmer's standpoint. Uh, but he's also very much into looking at nature for your answers. So the two of them initially are kind of clashing in uh, because she's all science, he's all nature, but they become good friends. And she has made a vow to herself that until she gets her degree, she's not dating anyone. And she's met this guy right away making that vow. So it's just a friendship that develops. And uh, they show each other uh, different sides of things, her with the science, him with the nature, and then realizing as time goes on, perhaps they have a lot more uh, than they thought. 
That sounds fun. Maybe there's a different kind of science going on there. Yeah. <laughs> Chemistry. She made that vow and then she met six foot two tall Christopher Russell. And then that was it. Little uh, farm boy. Yeah. I mean, I was a little worried when I first heard, I thought, oh, that sounds sad. When it rains, it pours. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like it's not sad. So that's. Oh, good. when it rains, it pours. Like when it rains chocolate gold. It, it all comes tumbling down. <laughs> yeah. It has a great supporting cast. A lot of people we've actually had here on the podcast. Uh, people like Donna Benedicto. Yeah, and... I've actually, I think I've worked with her four times now. Wow. She's so fun. She yeah. she would t- she told us all about the on-site um, catering. Mm. Uh, <laughs> in her interview. Uh, yeah, she loves the catering. She's taking pictures of that catering every day. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> uh yeah we're like wow we're all the more impressed that people are able to stay in shape once we heard about all the on-site catering yeah well (laughs) (laughs) i guess because it only happens when they're on set so when they're at home they they can just keep on verse yeah so and then nelson wong was in it uh great peter graham goudreau who we've interviewed jennifer coughing yeah she hails. She hails from. Uh, she hails from. When calls the heart, season one. So, yeah, yeah, she's, uh, she's great. She uh, she actually plays Cindy's mom. Oh, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. they do. They do favor each other. Yeah, was that? Was Cindy was actually one of our very first interviews that we ever had. It was was that fun working with her? Yeah, believe it or not, we did a movie together before where I played the uh, wrong guy. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was called uh, Puppy for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did not like puppies. Uh-oh. <laughs> was that a, that wasn't a Hallmark, correct? Uh, originally it wasn't, but I think it's on the Hallmark streaming now. That's right. I, I saw it. I saw it on Hallmark Movies Now. I haven't been able to watch it, but I did see it okay i get it yeah well it found its way there they love casting you in puppy movies because you were in one last year oh yeah a couple yeah. actually yeah um <laughs> with jen with vanessa love unleashed which was originally titled i love giving this away originally titled puppy party romance oh no <laughs> so it originally wasn't for christmas uh love unleashed no oh interesting i mean i'm not love unleashed i, I meant um christmas unleashed Okay, oh, so that was the title yes, for Love Unleashed. Also not related. It's just, it worked out that way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Puppy Party, what was it called? Romance. Puppy Party Puppy Romance. Party romance. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to work with Jen Lilly on that one. That yeah. must have been fun. Yeah, it was really good. She's um, she's really kind and uh, uh, was it well, gracious, I guess I would say, would be a good word to describe yeah. it really. Um. She has everyone's best interests at heart when she's uh, when she's on set. It's not all about her, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. For the top. You don't. Uh, uh, you don't often. You don't often play a single dad. What was What was that like for you, being a dad yourself? You You don't often play the role of a dad, so that was something different for a change. What was that like? It was. It was actually really refreshing because I can relate not to the single dad part but you know having a child or two and uh it was nice to be able to do that in the format of a hallmark film um just to show a different 
side of myself um because when you're playing a single character with no attachments no children or anything like that it's a different different vibe essentially but when you're you're playing one with a, a daughter in this instance uh it's definitely a lot more um to add to the dynamic of what's happening when you meet someone and the considerations that need to be uh taken between those two characters it's right. a lot different yeah yeah that's interesting uh, so your first role for hallmark was back in 2013 i think uh, the catch a christmas star yeah how did you end up first working with hallmark uh so for that i i auditioned for that one mm-hmm. um it's just back then yeah you just go to auditions every week and they sort of just you forget about them and you move on but i ended up uh booking that job and Steve Byers, who plays the male lead in that, is actually with the same agent as mine. Okay. Each other for a long time. So it was great to be able to, to work together on that. Um, Had you heard of Hallmark? Did you know kind of what it, what it all was? I knew, I knew what Hallmark was. I didn't quite grasp their audience reach. Mm. <laughs> I didn't realize the extent of it. It's a whole other um, ball game, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, again, that character was a lot of fun to play. Um, He was, uh, in a way, he's like Sterling Masters. He's just sort of oblivious to everything around him. What he failed his way to the top, and he's that you know, he's that snarky bad guy in a way. Um, Also, side note on that, I've mentioned this before. My daughter was born two days before I shot that. seven weeks premature so it was a surprise so i knew the job was lined up i knew when i was to start shooting it and then all of a sudden that happened so it was very uh so that movie will always be uh stuck in here uh, um everything that was going on but uh yeah so that is very interesting being there trying to be present for the scene thinking about my daughter back at the, the hospital and stuff but She's totally fine now. Everything worked out. This isn't a sad story. It's a good story. <laughs> um, she was well taken care of and she's uh, above average in height and she's very energetic and it's great. But that- at that moment, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was like my first Hallmark film and I have that going on at the same time. It was, uh, it's definitely- very groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it must have been a positive experience now, seven years later. Still, yeah, still working for absolutely. doing homework movies. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's amazing. Uh, so, uh, one of the more unique films I think that Hallmark has done is Wedding Bells that you got to be in. Oh yeah, I think it's it's unique because that you have this sort of relationship between you and Tammy, um, and then Danica and Kevin, and they actually like break up, and then you see them struggling. And then like when they actually get together in the end, to me, it, it means like way more than the typical uh, romance because they've had that separation. And I, I don't know, I really, I really like it. I think it's, I'm not that big a fan usually of wedding movies, but this is one that I really like. And, uh, and I was just curious about that movie, what you thought of that script and, and getting to work with Tammy, who we love. Uh, and that whole cast getting to work with Kevin who we love as well yeah Yeah. (laughs) I haven't been able to interview him no we haven't been able to interview him but we like watching him (laughs) he's elusive like that (laughs) 
<laughs> I remember actually on set, he was telling a story. He's like, this was back when you could actually contact Instagram. He, uh, he's like, I've been trying to get a hold of Instagram because someone has signed up an account in my name and oh yeah. Mine. And then he's like, oh, oh, it is mine. Oh, I signed this up. Like, he's <laughs> like, he's just not. <laughs> so if you're trying to get him to, one day he will, don't worry. Okay. He'll, he'll figure it out. Um, he was really great. Him and I, because we played best friends on that. Uh, we got along famously while we were shooting that. Had a lot of good times. And Bruce um, Boxlider who plays dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, we love Bruce. He, he it's just such a good me, one. It's a good movie, just I think. He around the corner and say some random thing and walk out with his gruff voice like hey when i was making movies back in the 80s they used to bring us sandwiches whenever we wanted sandwiches and then he'd walk off i'm like okay <laughs> they do that now too the man a sandwich <laughs> no but i think he had one in his hand i just think he was like saying it's still the same uh-huh. it. it was oh, great Oh, that's funny. funny. But uh, working with Tammy, uh, I mean, she's just really nice and uh, easy to get along with. We, uh, you know, as soon as we met, it was, you know, it's just an easy, easy working relationship. It was really good. Um, And I enjoyed that script because initially it's about planning Tammy and my wedding. Right. Um, But then we decided this doesn't. You know, just doesn't seem to be working out so well. But. On the day of the wedding. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing that irked me. I was like, oh, come on. On the wedding day. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Better uh, than the day after. We <laughs> stayed friends afterwards and then helped uh, our friends, respectively, uh, find their way back to each other. So yeah. it was good. Which yeah. is why I forgave both of you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Gary Yates, the director, uh, uh-huh. he was great to work with. Um, he'd, ha- he'd have some ambitious ideas too, like combining three scenes into one one take. I was like, how are you going to... But we did it. We pulled it off. It was good. Mm-hmm. I actually worked with him again um, on A Dream of Christmas, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, uh, mm-hmm. with Andrew and uh, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So you've done like others, other stuff like Star Trek Discovery and Van Helsing. And so I was wondering if, the, if you kind of like that as sort of a, a palate cleanser to balance out this, this more sticky, sweet Hallmark stuff to do a little yeah, bit edgier stuff. Van Helsing in particular is much darker than anything you'll ever see on Hallmark. <laughs> oh, you don't say. <laughs> uh, Van Helsing, uh, I, love, I love the character I got to play on Van Helsing. Uh, sword wield- wielding vampire slayer like yeah yes please <laughs> uh, and then star trek discovery oh my goodness um growing up i was a big star trek nerd and i had all the toys i watched all of the next generation deep space nine if you know what i'm talking about yeah i was very much into it so then when they were casting for that show um it was all hush hush it had like had a secret name and the you didn't know what you were actually doing until you got in the room and then they handed you the the sides like the the script and there and it was is all fake but you know people figure out what's going on right so i didn't even know what i was auditioning for um and a friend of mine same thing he went in didn't know what he was auditioning for and then we 
both booked a job on that. And I still didn't know what the job was. It was like, my name was Lieutenant Milton Richter. I was like, oh, okay, so I'm a human. Awesome. So I go and I get, you know, uh, wardrobe done and stuff. So I find out that I'm working on the bridge. So I have this, like, this onesie, this Star Trek onesie. And uh, it was pretty exciting. But my friend, um, Damon Runyon, actually is his name. He was in yeah. Oh, yeah. Midnight Masquerade as well. He had a pretty sizable role, I think. In, in, in Midnight Masquerade? No, no, in, a, in Star Trek Discovery. Didn't yeah, he? He, got, yeah, he got one of the Klingons. Right. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> he had this, I, don't, I think it was four <laughs> hours. It might have been more. Like oh. four hours of makeup and prosthetics every day. Yikes. And I just have to show up and pull, pull up my onesie and zip it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, it, was, it, was, it was great working on... Um, working on Star Trek Discovery. Actually, at the time, I had just, uh, I had just done a, a screen test for Dirk Gently. I don't know if you've heard of that. And um, you should look it up. It's a good show. I saw it on the IMDb. And, Is that a yeah. comedy show? I've never, I'd never heard of that one. It's comedy, drama, action, sci-fi, fantasy. Everything. Everything, yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It's cool. I didn't hear romance. Is there any romance sprinkled in? Yeah, yeah, oh, but well, not like uh, <laughs> you have to watch it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so when I was on Star Trek Discovery, I got that job, so I moved off to to do Dirk Gently. But um, while I was working on Star Trek Discovery, one of the actors, Doug Jones, who plays the character Suru on it, when I first okay, so he's in he plays an alien, so he's in big alien makeup. I've never right. met him before, and I never had met him prior to being on set so i didn't even know what he looked like in real life so this alien he's like seven feet tall because they've got him in platforms he comes up to me and he says christopher so nice to meet you my name's doug it's like oh nice to meet you too he's like i am a huge fan like <laughs> i thought he was joking that's how he talks too actually i thought he was joking with me <laughs> so and, he's, he's, and he's like give me a hug i love all, i love all your hallmark movies i'm a big fan Oh so I couldn't believe it. It's like I just walked on the Star Trek, and their main alien has come up to me, and he likes Hallmark movies. And then, um, that's later, funny. To know each other and talked about it. The point was, he always he he, he plays a lot of creatures in his career, like a lot of different aliens and yeah. yeah. He's in the Shape of Water. Yeah, he's in the Shape of Water, and he says yeah. so when he's not working, he doesn't want to watch anything like what he's worked on he wants to just watch happy nice heartwarming movies so i get that he binges on all all the hallmark movies when that's he's so on. funny so i think he's the only man who does so yeah we're still in touch actually he lets me know what when he's seen something i've been in it's really nice oh that's awesome yeah. well if you're watching doug hi Hi, Dad. Great job on Star Trek. <laughs> uh, one last uh, question in this seg segment. Uh, so, Nature of Love was that glamping resort like amazing to film at? Not the. I don't want to shatter anyone's vision of it or whatever they, but it was, it was not an actual glamping resort. Oh, really? We, Set pieces. Yeah. We'll live. Yeah. <laughs> they did but, a good uh, job. I know they did, didn't they? Yeah, they really, really did. Those, those tents were incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, those were built just for the movie. Wow. Um, the zip lining and the tree trekking, that's an actual 
mm-hmm. it's this oh, place. Sure. Uh, but it was filmed sort of all over BC. Um, but the main parts with the tents and stuff like that, that was out in Squamish. Oh. And uh, I don't think I did one scene inside. I think there's one scene. There's one scene inside after the bird watching. But other than that, my entire shoot, I was outside and the weather was beautiful. Mm. And it, like, it was gorgeous with the mountains around us and the, the, the giant trees. And um, at one point when we were down filming a scene by the, the river, um, I looked across and the river's maybe, maybe as wide as a four lane highway. And on the other side was a, was a black bear. Just oh my god! Oh, so you had out. a real experience with a yeah. bear? Yeah, just checking things out, seeing what's going on. So, uh, yeah, that that movie actually holds a pretty special place in my heart um, yeah. because it just it was such a relaxed shoot somehow, even though there's so much going on as far as like um, the adventure stuff yeah. um, required, you know, a lot of attention to detail, but just being outside beautiful weather all the time and making that movie is just like, well, it came across in the final product, right? It, yeah. it looked like well, a... Yeah, we enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, that, I, I thought it was a real resort. That yeah. And that field of lavender, I just, I was staring at the screen going, oh, how pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get over it. I could not get over that field of lavender. And I just said, where is that? Where did they find that location? Yeah. So, come, come, to, come to BC one day and you'll, uh, you'll find a lot of magical locations. Oh, well, that's why yeah. it was so funny when they're like, these, these greedy capitalists are like, we're going to build the hotel right on the lavender. You know, you know, are you, you crazy? <laughs> we are There's going no to other land spot and build on it yeah that's right <laughs> we were we like to end our interviews with some fun silly questions yes <laughs> all right <laughs> oh goodness are you ready oh yes <laughs> okay first the best ice cream flavor Ooh. yeah Best ice cream flavor. You know what? I'm kind of I'm I'm digging bubble gum right now. Whoa! Mm. I don't think we've heard that answer before. Like bubble gum at all? In fact, it doesn't taste like anything I've ever tasted before. So that's why I like it. And (laughs) it's blue, and it has chewy pieces in it. Okay, I've 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 had that before. Yeah. Okay, so question number two is, what is your favorite color? And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's blue because of the. I thought I was talking about the blue ice cream, but yes, the blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you got me. It's blue. I like blue. I like light blue as well and, mm-hmm. and dark blue. Um, navy blue is good. <laughs> I think the man's Sky into blue. blue. Yeah, yeah. Hey, very good. <laughs> All right, and uh, what? So what was that? I said it's just so versatile. Yeah, it is. It truly is. And what music are you into right now? Oh. Uh, Lana Del Rey. I've been listening to some of her. Actually, like um, this. Uh, you know what? I'm really bad at this because when I have kids, it's like listening to that shark song and stuff like that all the time. So, Amen, Amen, <laughs> brother. <laughs> I've been into instrumental a lot and stuff from the '90s, like Portishead, and uh, you know, I listen to the Strokes. Um, they've got a new album out, and uh, yeah cool where we're at right now 
Yeah. It's, I, in, incredibly, with all this access on my phone to all this new music, I am finding out less and less about it than when I had to go to HMV and put the headphones on and listen. Do you remember that, anyone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They're hanging hanging down and, you, you'd, and yeah. they'd have the, the album cover. And you yeah. got, a, got yeah. to listen to a little snippet. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lifetime ago, but it really, I think it was still around like 10 years ago. So Probably, um, yeah. Just thought I'd throw that in there for you. <laughs> random trivia about Christopher yeah. Russell. <laughs> so uh, what is the go-to date night food for you and your wife? Oh, that's easy. That's pizza. Oh, Do you have a favorite kind? Uh, well, there's this place in Vancouver uh, called Pizzeria Libretto. I've heard of several people tell me that about it. Yeah. Or sorry, um, Pizzeria Libretto is... Um, Toronto, pardon me. I'm in Vancouver right now. Um, <laughs> oh, you got to switch over. <laughs> but Pizzeria Libretto in Toronto is the best pizza in Toronto, in my opinion, when I'm there. But when I'm in Vancouver, it's Nickly Antica. There we go. Sorry. Okay, about don't know that one. <laughs> um, but uh, they both, that's why I got them mixed up. They both, um, they have some sort of seal from Italy saying they're making their dough in a certain way, whatever that means. Um, is that it's kind of chewy a little bit, but not in an undercooked way. So mm -hmm. it's got a crispy outside, chewy in the center, and then there's sauce and just the toppings. Oh my goodness. Making my mouth water. <laughs> so, get, like, so this, this is the thing we, we, we do here. Um, uh, back in real life, um, before we weren't allowed out, uh, right. Saturday nights, uh, we get the, the kids, um, would get to go to this place where they would hang out with other kids and stuff uh, that they would really get excited about. And then we would go out for like four hours would be our date night. And uh, we'd always go and get pizza and I would just, I would barely eat all day. And then I would, I probably got some weird looks cause <laughs> I would eat two whole pizzas to myself sometimes. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to do a cheat day, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Right. All right. What's your favorite topping? What's your favorite kind of pizza? Uh, pepperoni, mushroom, and green pepper with a little bit of extra sauce. Ah, very good. Interesting combo. And when you guys are able to go out, what's your favorite go-to date night activity besides going out for pizza? Well, it depends on the weather. We like to we like to walk in BC in Vancouver. We've got the seawall here, so we like to walk along the seawall, get something to eat, or go sometimes go shopping for the kids that turns into a date night. like how's this happening right now look what we're doing we have time to ourselves and we're shopping for the kids <laughs> it's called parenting i yeah. get it <laughs> but going for the walks um sometimes if the weather's good we have a picnic on the beach um yeah pretty much outdoorsy stuff at christmas time we'd go down into the christmas market and i, don't know, I sound like i'm in a hallmark movie right now we go down to this. Sounds wonderful to me. <laughs> this market in Vancouver is amazing. It's down by the water. And it's huge. And there's so many different vendors and stalls and live music and all these different things going on. And the way it's set up, it's just, it does. It feels like you're on a movie set. It's great. Wow. Uh, beaches or mountains? Ooh, beaches. With mountains behind them. <laughs> We've gotten That's that one before. <laughs> 
that's me. I love going to the beach more than anything. Yeah, great. Oh my goodness. Okay, and uh, sweatpants or suit and tie? Sweatpants. <laughs> Especially wow. now, right? Yeah. Favorite holiday? Christmas. That's very on brand. Very yeah. good. Well, it's true. I love it. I still like. Just, I don't know. I, like the they those big corporations, they get me every time. Like when Starbucks starts rolling out their, you know, festive drinks. Oh dear. You can just smell it. As yeah. Why and. You know, you're looking in the store windows and they've got all these festive products. And yeah, I'm just, I don't know. And then there's that, all the music, you know, those songs from still mainly the ones from the eighties, like uh, Wham and, you know, um, Band-Aid and those things. (laughs) So you start hearing those playing every day and it's just that feeling. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's like, I got to get a peppermint hot cocoa or, or I've been really liking the, the ones they're doing with the nutmeg and the cardamom and the pumpkin. Uh-huh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hey, I I'm with both of you. I'm, I don't, I don't like to start Christmas stuff until after Thanksgiving, but once it's started, Ooh, there's yeah. no holding me back. <laughs> I don't want to take my tree down either. Oh, you know, I know it's, it's such an emotional experience to take down your tree. And then it's January and it's like, uh, <laughs> now what <laughs> you take off the christmas decorations and you put on snowflakes and then you take off the snowflakes and you put on hearts for valentine's day so it can be a holiday tree instead of a and christmas easter tree. eggs exactly you're on well i mean one of your movies you were mr 365 christmas there you go so i mean you have a valid valid, valid reason to do it so and a favorite Hallmark movie. And it can be one of your own, but it doesn't have to be. Oh, favorite Hallmark movie. I know it's hard to get them sometimes up in Vancouver, but of the ones that you've seen. Um, uh, I, this is, I really like Midnight Masquerade. <laughs> hey, good for me. <laughs> I know I'm in it, but yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Well, that's plug all my right. own material, right? <laughs> well, and I mean, one of the things that's so good about Midnight Masquerade is it's an actual Halloween movie. Yeah. You know, Hallmark has so few actual Halloween movies, and so when you actually get one, it's it's so much fun. It's so much fun to actually do Halloween with it. So I'm yeah. with you. I. I, like I said, first time I saw you, I was like, oh, this is awesome. So. <laughs> and, and in my defense as well, I, I haven't seen enough of the other ones to, yeah. to rate them compared to that glorious film, Midnight Masquerade. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, Christopher, do you have social media that you would like to share or anything like that? Uh, yep. Yeah, I am occasionally on Chris Russell Official. Uh, it's Instagram. Um, other than that, that's it. I was uh, slow to the uptake with that stuff. Um, if you try to find me on Facebook, it's not me. I don't know. Okay. Who, uh, so <laughs> we'll put the link to your Instagram in the description. Yeah. And thank you so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun to get to know you. And uh, if you're listening, please let us know your thoughts in the comment section. 
or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your favorite roles uh, from Christopher. And thanks again. And we hope you have a great rest of the summer and that we are able to, to we're looking forward to the new movie and then we'll be able to hopefully see you sometime this Christmas uh, in, in the Hallmark uh, movie world. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Worst case scenario, they'll just be reruns. Right. <laughs> Which everyone loves much. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, thanks uh, again. All right. Thanks for having me. It was great. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. We'd like to thank Christopher coming on the podcast. That was really fun. And uh, Cami, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl. On Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. And my blog is hookedhardy.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out. And make sure you're following us at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really, really appreciate it. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. That helps us out so, so much. We also have our patron group, which has lots of fun exclusives. And there's more information about that in the description. And then we have our merch store, which has tons of fun Hallmark-inspired uh, merch. So make sure to check that out as well. It really helps us out a lot. So thanks so much, everybody. Thanks to Christopher. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.